set your goals, write them down, become religious about them, uh, write them down every day, read them, uh, become, become obsessed with those goals, and you'll be surprised of what you can accomplish in a year. Hey, hey, Freedom Fighters, welcome to the Active Duty Passive Income Podcast, the only place where military members, veterans, and their families learn how to build wealth through real estate investing. I'm your host, Mike Foster, and I'm here to show you how to stop wasting your benefits. Now get off your ass, step up to the firing line, and make ready for today's lesson. Shooter, stand by. Have you ever wondered why some people always seem to be more successful than others in life? Maybe they are more productive, happier, or even wealthier, or all of the above. The truth is that most successful people take time to plot their course in life by setting specific, actionable, and attainable goals. But more importantly, they have an accountability system in place. That's why Tim Kelly and I are so proud to announce the release of ADPI's 13-week action journal. We spent countless hours and poured our blood, sweat, and tears into this journal to ensure that you not only have a daily reminder of your 1,000-meter target, but you will be equipped with a system that will propel you towards your goals faster than you ever thought possible. Click the link in this episode's show notes to take advantage of a special one-time offer just for our faithful podcast listeners today. Look, bottom line, if you aren't willing to write down, track, and implement an accountability system for your goals, you don't deserve to achieve them. Click that link, get started today, and take advantage of this limited time offer now. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to the Active Duty Passive Income Podcast. We have got another incredible guest here with us, Martin Tyler. He's going to talk to us about tax liens and auctions and how you can get ahead in the game, understanding how to leverage this tactic to get some really awesome off-market deals, right? He's going to explain to us about it. I'm super excited. We're going to, Before we get into it, we're going to talk about his military background and how he got started investing. So, Martin, tell us, man, what's going on? How's it going, guys? It's awesome. We love it. We love this. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad to be doing this podcast with you because, honestly, I feel like the timing couldn't be better with what's going on and what will happen in about 2Q of 21 with all the forbearance plans and everything that's that, that we're going to see come to fruition here. Tax liens and auctions and foreclosures are going to be the bee's knees. So if you're listening to this episode and you're like, man, what is a tax lien? What is an auction? What is a foreclosure? What is an REO? Like, this is stuff that you could um, really, really take advantage of and maybe kick off your education campaign so you can position yourself to win in like six months because it is definitely going down. Boom. That it is. That it is. So tell us about your background, man. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Um, my name is Martin Tyler. I uh, grew up in southwest Missouri. I joined uh, the Air Force as Security Forces May of 2001. Yes, Defenders. Yeah. So, uh, and then, you know, September 11th happened while I was in tech school. So, um, I worked for Lackland for a while and then they sent me to Kirtland and then I went to Vandenberg. Uh, I deployed like three times for security forces. We were constantly deploying. And so they asked me if I wanted to reenlist. I laughed at them. I said, no, I'm good. I'm out. And so I joined the air national guard 
I did services for them for a while, and then now I'm a first sergeant with the Air Force. So, all right, and that's where I'm at now, man. Good stuff, man. And you're doing this in Missouri, yep. correct? Yep, Missouri Air National Guard. Excellent. Yeah. So, uh, so at what point did you say? I mean, because you've you've definitely done the gamut of of, uh, of military, and, and uh, what point did you say gave you that spark to get into real estate investing? So. I was always like the the weird twenty four year old guy watching HGTV, and I would I would watch these TV shows, and I was just like, oh man, that's so awesome. There was always like this this thing that always in, interested me. Of, I'm thinking of this weird cop. Right yeah. Like, you guys see what happened? You guys see what happened on Flip That House? <laughs> They're all, all all the boys are talking about like the MMA. Yeah, fight, yeah. And right. You're like, they flipped it in thirty. Well, months. man, it was crazy. Yeah. So. Shiplap. <laughs> it was nuts. <laughs> So when I, when I was getting out of active duty, I was like, well, I got to have a place to stay. And so luckily my, my parents gave me some land. And so I was like, all right, what I'm going to do is I'm going to build a, a, a garage and I'm going to put an apartment up there and I'll live in the apartment. And then when I eventually build a house, then I'll be able to rent that apartment out. And, and so, you know, it just made complete sense to me as a 24 year old or whatever I was getting out of active duty. Like I was just like a no brainer. And so that's where it, it all just started. And it just kind of spiraled from there, man. So, so you built a a, a garage and, and the apartment above the garage, like, um, like a garage for cars, or, like what kind of like not like an auto mechanic, No, no, yeah, just like, like just like a garage for your cars or whatever. Because okay. the plan, yeah, the garage there, and then yeah, you... and then the, I was going to build my my house next to it once I got out active duty, mm-hmm. figured out what I was going to be, you know, had some money rolling in, you know. Mm-hmm. So that allowed me to have a cheap house payment, but somewhere to live, you know what I mean? So when I got out right, of active right. duty, yeah, so. So, yeah, I mean, it's just always been there. It's just always kind of, kind of, you know, I always it just made sense to me. Like, why wouldn't I let somebody else pay my mortgage or at least part of my mortgage for me? You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. And so, I mean, with that, you know, you get into real estate and um, I mean, you can explain to us a little bit about your first deal and kind of, you know, how that went, but I uh, would love to also hear that transition of thought and saying, okay, so, I mean, I can buy a house, I can turn into a rental property, right. With my VA loan. But now to go a step further and to take the real estate investing strategy and say, I'm going to buy a tax lien, right? Or I'm going to buy something from the auction floor. Like, how did you, how did that even come into the, the thought process there? So, you know, I, I, I didn't have any money. Luckily, my, my mom was like, you know, I'll go in with it together. And so we were kind of just like looking for a place. And, you know, nothing really stood out to me, like, you know, on the MLS, you know, that I thought that we could make some money on and stuff. So, uh, I was driving by and I saw a sign that said real estate auction or uh, real estate auction. And so I stopped and was like, yeah, we're going to auction off, you know, old ladies going to move into a nursing home. Guy died mm-hmm. and we have this house. And I was like, oh, well, you know, it's in a small town where I'm from. And I thought, well, maybe there's not going to be so many buyers won't be as competitive. And so that's just kind of how we I kind of fell into that. And so, wow. you know, the first one, I mean, the first one I went to, I won. You know what I mean? And so I was just. Nice. Yeah, you know, it, it was it just yeah, made sense. That, that scenario, yeah, that that scenario you describe, Martin, is really interesting. Um, you know, it's it's called being uh, house rich and cash poor, and and it it sucks uh, for for a lot of people right. who have they might have a lot of equity in their home, but life happens, something happens, they don't have any cash, and they're it's hard to access that. And great if you're thinking you're in that scenario, or you might be in that scenario, and you have a lot of equity in your home. That's okay. I'll just sell my house. Well, guess what, y'all? Selling a house doesn't happen overnight. Right, and if you have deferred maintenance on it, 
and it's you're not keeping up with that house, yeah, great. You might have a lot of equity in something that's not super great and not super marketable, then people aren't going to buy it. And then, you know, if you continue down that course, you can't sell it, you can't sell it. Then it goes to an auction. And then that's where all the investors are, are the, the savvy investors like you, Martin, are waiting to say like, hey, I can restore this thing to its former glory and make it an investment. Um, but, you know, uh, you also touched on something there that, that you said, well, my mom, you know, we started and we, and we partnered together. Guess what? Your mom didn't partner with you because you, um, you, you know, on a whim. She partnered with you because you made yourself an expert in real estate right. and because you logged, you know, 400 hours of HGTV. <laughs> but, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, like however you got your education, it doesn't matter. You became an expert and, and and that's where that confidence comes from. So if someone's thinking about getting started in any type of real estate and you don't have money, don't let that stop you because you can get the education. You can do the things that other people aren't willing to do right. to put the time in to do. Absolutely. You educate yourself and that is your value. Absolutely. That's how you find partners. So just drop a knowledge on that. But yeah, Martin, I, I want to continue hearing this story and how, um, so you got this first, this first bank owned deal. Let, let's talk numbers, man. Like tell us about this deal, what your plan was with it and, and how the exit strategy worked out. So, you know, small town, the the guy the auctioneer put his phone number on the thing and so i called him before the auction even happened and i was like hey do you care if i come look at it and he's like yeah come on in and so he showed it to me i i spent an hour there i knew more than everybody else at the auction you know what i mean i knew there was a basement and i was like all right i can finish this basement out and so i'm just running through everything that that i you know learned on hgtv and everything else like you know all the stuff that i can fix up and do and you know, it was an old house from the 70s, had paneling everywhere and that sort of stuff. And so, mm -hmm. you know, as soon as I'm looking at it, I'm just running through, like, I could do this and this and this and this and this. And and, and I just knew I was adding value and adding value. And, and and so, you know, I just knew that I could make money on it. You know what I mean? And so oh, when, mm -hmm. when, when the auction's over, all they require is 10%. And then you get 30 days to figure everything else out. Right. Wow. Right. And could that, could that be like a, a traditional mortgage or financing yeah yeah if i was going to live in it, so it yeah yep. yeah oh yeah yeah like if yeah i'm not saying like a va but like if you wanted a, a conventional loan on the property say yep if you can figure it out in 30 days then you put your 10 percent down and and then you you know scrape together another 15 percent you get yourself a conventional loan call it a day yep. and, you, you, and you get 30 days to do it you know what i mean so you got some time mm -hmm. it's sitting there and you know in, in that time i was bringing in you know people, friends who were contractors or whatever, just to make sure that I wasn't getting into something that I, I didn't see. That was what I was going to ask. Oh, yeah. that's a good you idea. Know, you know what I mean? How do you get the idea for, um, you know, prices and, and, you know, repairs? Because I'm sure, like, there's a certain level of idea that you can get from HGTV, but... You know, when yeah. it comes to the nitty gritty, you got to take it a step I love those memes. Yeah, I know Joanna Gaines or whatever. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, what is, what is it like? Those memes that are like making fun of HGTV or whatever, and it's like, uh, you know, it's this young couple, and uh, you know, we we, we have six hundred dollars to our name, but our house budget is two million. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's like <laughs> yeah, yeah, that wasn't me. That wasn't me, fellas. <laughs> okay, so so okay, so, I, so you. Go, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. So I, so I, I took the house and, and, and I always wanted to learn how to, how to fix up stuff. You know what I mean? So I, I was like, I'm going to do it. And so I did almost everything in this house, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, and it was just YouTube videos and trial and error. And, you know, my parents are 
good. My dad's a good electrician, you know what I mean? So we were kind of figuring it out, and my mom was a good painter, you know what I mean? So we were just kind of piecing it together. I made every mistake in the book with it of, you know, sequence of, you know, do the floors and then do the paint, you know what I mean? I was yep. I was ruining it, all, all the stuff. And um, so I listed it and got a realtor and, you know, made every mistake in the book, and I still made like 15000 bucks. Hey, wow. and how long did this whole process take you? Yeah, it took me, uh, I don't know, three or four months. You know what I mean? But again, I made every mistake and I did all the work and everything that you could possibly think of that you would do wrong. I did wrong because I knew I was just learning. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and I was, I put it in my mind that I was okay to break even. You know what I mean? As right. long as I break even, the, yeah. the learning experiences is what I'm doing here. That it's worth is a it. great yeah, point. That's, that's worth it enough. Yeah. Good yeah. point. So, so share with us, brother, at least two of those mistakes that you've learned, right? Those lessons learned because we love talking about challenges on this and some of these challenges mm -hmm. are really common guys, if you're listening to this. So, so please share us, you know, at least a couple of those uh, lessons learned. <laughs> so number one, I thought I had, I thought I was uh, Joanna Gaines and I'm not, you know what I mean? I, I, <laughs> I, I realized during that house that I cannot hang shiplap or, you know what I mean? All this stuff, like this is not something I want to do. You know what I mean? Right. So I, I and you know, I didn't, I had some buddies who were kind of contractors and that sort of stuff. And I think they were trying to help me out, but I knew that I needed to be a business and not just, Hey right. buddy, can you come help me hang sheetrock for a little while? You know what I mean? This isn't going to work unless it's a business. And so those are the right. two biggest things mm -hmm. that I, that I learned is, is that shift of, all right, if this is going to be a moneymaker, then, then it's gotta be a business. It can't just be me farting around trying to hang some sheetrock. Right. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. a good point. And I think realize, you know, realizing that early on is, uh, you know, we, we talk about in, in Operation Adam all the time. It's, um, you know, all this, this is all, it's a business. Yeah. You can't get emotional about this stuff. It's a business decision. Look at the numbers. Do the numbers meet your criteria? Yes or no. If they do, go for it. If they don't, don't. Go Find something else. Find something that meets your criteria and, and you know, and you'll make it work. Don't ever go and get into a house, you know, fueled by emotions because it's just the quickest way to get burned. Yeah. And I love how you did all of the, you know, you called the the guy doing the auction and you went over there and you got all this advanced intel and all of this knowledge. And, um, you know, because that's just a step that it's it's almost like one of those things. It's like, oh, you're taking the extra steps. You're doing the things that other people might not do. Yeah. And that gives you such so an advantage so true. because you have all these plans and you know more, like, you know more of the value proposition. Mm -hmm. So, from what the ad might say that the people saw, you know, wherever about the auction, they might, they didn't see that it had a basement. Exactly. They didn't see that it had this. And then they can't run the comps that you were able to run. And you're like, okay, cool. Now I know all this extra stuff. And now I know how I can force appreciation value into the home and, and, and you can take it to the next level. So yeah, um, I, I really love that, that mindset and that mentality. And that is something that beginners, um, who may or may not be listening to the show can really take a lot from. So I, I, I appreciate that, uh, that Martin, that's really awesome. And it's yeah. nothing that, that required like a lot of effort or anything. You know what I mean? It was just like, Hey, yeah. can you meet me? It was an hour out of my day. You know what I mean? To go over there and look at this house. Mm -hmm. And, and I asked yeah. the guy, he said, you're the only person that has called me to look at this before the auction day. Wow. Look at that, man. You, you know what I mean? And so it's just it. an hour out of my day. And I, you know, I had time to go home and, and look at everything and what I thought a basement renovation would cost me. And, you know, just kind of going down, mm -hmm. going down the line. So, 
Definitely. That's helpful. awesome, man. And, and you know, and, you know, a, a younger me, right, would have looked at this or listened to this podcast and I would have said, dang, Martin was really lucky, right? But, you know, Kevin and I have mm -hmm. said it before. It's not a matter of luck. It's putting yourself in the position of opportunity. And that's exactly what you did. And you were yeah. able to reap the benefits, right? So, <laughs> so who ya on that, man? That is, that's incredible. That's it. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about what you're doing now, man. I mean, you know, it, it stemmed from that one tax auction and now uh, obviously you've done more. So tell us a little bit about your success uh, in the strategy. So I, I, I knew that was a good strategy for me in my town, you know what I mean? Auctions and that sort of stuff. So I, there was, you know, a few months later after I sold that place, had that 15,000 or whatever, then we, there was another one that said real estate auction. And so I went and so it's, the guy was like, these two houses are for sale one side by side. And I was like, all right, cool. So I went and looked and mm -hmm. one I wasn't that interested in, but the other one I was. And so, uh, so auction starts going off and I'm like the only one bidding and this old guy and I, and so I win the auction for $16,000. Let's go. And so, and, you buy oh, yeah. $16,000. Yeah. No, I, so that was the way that, that you can't get a croissant in DC <laughs> for $16,000. So that, that was, that was for one auction for one house. And then he comes up to me and says, okay. do you want to pay 16,000 for the other house? And I said, yep. And so I ended up with, with, with two houses for $32,000 or whatever. Run it. That's what I'm talking That's about. That's crazy. Yeah. So, so, there's so I, I had, I had no intention of buying two houses or anything. You know what I mean? He just yeah, was like, right. Will you buy it? Yeah. Well, I mean, you did, did now. I, Good. Would you even have to? Well, I mean, you would have to do some things, but I bet. I mean, depending on the shape of the house, but you buy a house for sixteen grand, you put maybe ten grand into this thing, just to make it somewhat marketable. I bet you can turn it. I mean, I don't know what you did, but like, I guess it depends how bad it is. But like, if you're buying something for that cheap from an auction i mean it can't possibly take that much for someone to be someone to walk in even another investor who wants to flip mm -hmm. it and you to go and make money on that deal you can sell it to another house flipper you might yeah, not have to do anything it. to it just market it to a house flipper and say like hey man uh it's yours for 40 grand and that person's gonna be like awesome <laughs> it's arv is 120 grand this is yeah. great you walk out of it like everyone's happy well, well right then the the switch sort of happened like you know i have two houses now what am i going to do and that's when it started well i'm gonna these are buy and hold you know what i mean i'm so mm -hmm. low into them like you said i'm going to reap the benefits of this for years and years and years you know what right. i mean yeah and mm -hmm. so that that's what we ended up doing so me and my mom are partners on that on those two so we 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 rent them out i mean they get 550 each and i've got oh. i think twenty two thousand at each of them so. yeah it's at like three yeah so i'm at like the three percent like rule or something yeah <laughs> two percent rule something crazy that is awesome, yeah man. that jeez, is incredible jeez that is yes yeah so then to continue on that's that's the switch right i was like all right so auctions is in this area is where it's at for me right and so then you know i, I look at my local paper and it's like tax lien auction and so i was like all right so i'm gonna i start researching tax liens and stuff so um so i go to my local county courthouse on the day and all that and and so they start auctioning off some of these tax liens. And I told my wife, I said, I'm going to go buy some land, land only, just so we can kind of figure out this process, just to see what's going on. Mm -hmm. Worst case scenario is we got a place to go ride our dirt bikes or whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so so the auction, first one is a house, and it comes up, and it's like 2000 bucks. And so I'm looking around, and nobody's bidding on it. And so I was like, all right, put me in. 
And so, <laughs> so he puts me down, you know what I mean? And so, so I, I ended up with it, you know what I mean? And so then wow. the, so I, I ended up buying like three, three tax liens for the money that I had set aside. So can you break down the, in. right. Can you break down, um, kind of what a tax lien is and what that means with regards to, you know, when someone goes default on their taxes and then what that, what that means for you as an investor, after you pick it up, you have a certain amount of time to, uh, right. that, that, yeah. you know, that person can pay it back. Can you, can you break down that process for our listeners? Yeah. So that when I was researching it, you, the, the person who owns the place has failed to pay, pay their property taxes for three years, I believe. And so you mm-hmm. are saying, I will pay those three years of tax of taxes. And then, which is the two grand, which is, was the two grand for that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then that, right. What that does is that gives that person a year, basically, to pay you back at 8% interest. So I was like, worst case scenario. Pay your two grand. Yeah. Worst, pay, pay the two grand back that you right. pay plus, at 8% plus 8% interest. interest to me. So I said, worst case scenario is I get paid two grand and make 8% of my money. Right. Best case scenario is I end up with a house. Also not bad. Yeah. And, oh, and, and if that person doesn't pay you back within a year... Boom, deeds yours. Yeah, you got to do some hoops of, you know, you got right. to do a title search and you got to notify them via certified mail. I mean, there's all kinds of, of hoops you got to jump through. But but luckily for but me, you can probably get an attorney or someone to help you or, you know, it's not the end of the world. Right. But what I did was I walked into the recorder's office and I said, OK, my year is up. I've never done this before. What do I do? And there was this mm-hmm. young Love lady that. who was super nice. And she was like, all right, here you go. And she just walked me through this entire checklist of what I need to do. And I said, do I need to hire a lawyer? And she was like, if you do this stuff, it's yours. And I was like, all right, cool. And so I did that. And then a year later, I ended up with two properties. Hey guys, Kevin here. And I wanted to take a quick break from the show to fill you in on what's happening behind the scenes at Active Duty Passive Income. Most of you already know that ADPI is not just a podcast. We're a community, a community of real estate and passive income warriors taking action, building wealth, and giving back together. That's why I'm so proud to announce the creation of ADPI's Financial Services Division. With a full range of tailored lending options, our team of pros is ready to provide active duty service members, veterans, and military families just like you all the advice and resources you need to close on your first or next investment opportunity. Click the link in this episode's show notes or simply text DEAL to 33777 to get connected today. Now, let's get back to the show. So, so I mean... There really was no, I mean, what, would you say there were any challenges in that, uh, in that phase? I mean, the first challenge was, all right, I don't know how to, you know, go about this. So you, you handled that when you went right to right. the person that was directly responsible, which is intelligent, yep. smart. And at that point, it's just to sit back and wait. It's a sit back and wait, but I mean, it, you, you got to be organized because you got to okay. send this letter on this date and then they get 15 days and then you got to send this letter on this date. Okay. So, I mean, it's, it is some hoops to jump through and you got to be able to be super organized and, 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 yeah. and that sort of stuff. And the downside is y- you can't go look at the property. You can't go in it. You can't do anything for a year. Wow. Okay. So, mm. so you could have bought a dilapidated house that's fallen in. And you have no idea. One have, of the uh, things that I bought is a vacant lot. Mm, okay. You know what I mean? Wow. It's, yeah. it's, so I, I've got a, I've got a thousand bucks in a vacant lot in, in my town. You know, they might buy it, but okay. it's not, wor- yeah. it's not, it's not worth very much. You know what I mean? Right. I could probably get my money out of it, but. Okay. 
So, yeah. so, so that's, that's, that's the problem. You know what I mean? That's the challenges that you face doing a tax lien for sure. Got it. Right, right. Where do you get these lists? You said there was a list um, that, that came out with all these tax liens. How do you get your hands on one of these? It's, it's a, in Missouri, they, they put them in the local paper. Well, all right. Yeah. So, 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 it's, you, so, so it's public information. Right. So you don't even pay for it. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's so, and, and that's county by county, you know, yeah. like, uh, in, the, in the liens that I dabbled in. Um, you didn't have to pay for it. You, you we, uh, what we do? We called the courthouse, we called the recorder's office and they would, you get on an email list yeah. and every month they would go and email out this like scanned copy that was like, you know, like when someone scans something like sideways and they like palm prints <laughs> in it, it was like one of those jobs yeah. and I was like, oh sweet. Like you could tell that like, the person really took time to do this, but they send out the scanned copy of all the addresses, um, of the tax liens and or like you know and, and whatever and and then you can go and kind of go to the auction house uh, but it is important my, my point in bringing this up is every state is different right yeah for sure um, you need to f- call your local courthouse for sure right call your local court and it might be even municipalities are different i'm really not sure yeah. but call your local courthouse who runs this at just ask the right questions ask them hey i'm you know i'm an investor like be honest like hey i'm an investor i'm looking into you know getting into tax liens can you walk me through a process maybe they have a information packet or a website or who the heck knows something that can get you pointed in the right direction. So one, you know what to do. And then two, when you, you have the right information or whether you need a cashier's check or something, you know, on the day of the yeah. auction right. that you, you have what you need. So you don't potentially lose out on a good deal. But guys, if you're listening to this, this stuff is not rocket not, science. It's going down every single month, every mm-hmm. month. And sometimes if no one bids on it, it'll just get pushed to the next round. Yep. It's kind of like it's kind of like the draft, you know, like <laughs> so, <laughs> it keeps getting pushed. Yeah. Um, and and, you know, you can go and, and maybe find some really, really good deals, especially if you're in an emerging market. That's where I would really look if you're an emerging market where uh, maybe they've just been through a rough time economically and uh, there's some potential for them going back up. Then, um, you know, you can you can take a look at this. So great strategy, Martin. I love this. Yeah. It's funny you mentioned that it gets being pushed off because. At the auction's over, right? My first tax lien, I, I bought three of them, you know, eight grand or whatever I spent. Mm-hmm. And so then he goes, all right, I'm going to auction off these properties that have that have been pushed off for so many t- years that I'm just getting rid of them. And he said, the minimum bid is $90. <laughs> and so so I look around and no one's, I mean, the, the auction's over. Everybody's leaving. It's like me and three other people. And so I was like, wow. 90 bucks. Ca- count me yeah. in, right? Like, wait, hold yeah. on. How much cash do I got in my pocket? Right. Yeah, exactly. So I was just like, yeah. you know what I mean? The worst case scenario is I'm out 90 bucks. Right. So I, I, I get this place. Good and that change, dude. Exactly. Got, got change for 100 So <laughs> No? All right. So, yeah. <laughs> so the auction's over, right? And I go up there and I'm, I'm ready to pay my bill. And he goes, hey, those two, those two that you bought for 90 bucks, I bought two different ones. He said, you don't have to wait the year. They're yours now basically. And and so I was like, all right, cool. So, you know, it took me a little bit, you know, to do some paperwork or whatever. So a week later I get the deed to this place. And so I go driving by and there's people living in this house. And so Mm. I I was like, knocked on the door. I was like, Hey, I own this place. You either got to start paying me rent or get out, you know, Mm. politely of course. And then, so the dad calls me a day later and he's like, Hey, I want to buy this place back from you. And I was like, Oh, okay. And he's like, how much do you want? I'd never even thought about it. Nothing. I said, 25000 And he said, 
could I pay you 350 bucks a month? And I said, yep. And so we signed a contract and he's paid me, I don't know, a year and a half of 350 bucks off a $90 investment. <laughs> this is the greatest thing ever, honestly. And I've had, we've had some great interviews. All right. So I got to ask a question because I know that it's on somebody's mind right now. They're listening to this and they're like, okay. First of all, where in the heck is this place, right? Because, <laughs> because I don't want to tell you guys all my secrets. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. But, but I mean, but what type of community? Because for sure, you're not finding these in like the harder city, no. right? Like we're not. No, this, this is a small New York City. So no, this is a small town in Missouri, C neighborhood. Yeah. I mean, I mean, these aren't but the greatest places. We wouldn't, we wouldn't live there. But it's but a people do live neighborhood, there. though. So it's not a D neighborhood. It's a C neighborhood. Yeah, okay. I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe D, but maybe I'm trying to French it up a little bit. <laughs> so, so for sure, we're, we're talking about, you know, one step short of the hood, but, but yeah. you know, hey, you know, and I tell people this all the time, it's, you know, these markets are not something that you just want to ignore completely unless you have, you know, unless you don't have a system in place. If you don't have a system in place, you don't have a good property manager, then I don't recommend you do it, right? Otherwise, you're going to be managing yourself. If you are okay with managing yourself and this is your business and, you know, Martin's doing really well for himself, obviously, then run it because you can get some amazing properties for the cheapest amount, right? Case in point, and they cash flow like monsters, man. So Exactly. So I'm not, I I don't get into big markets because I I don't want to compete and I don't want to be at, you know, 1% maybe if I'm lucky, you know what I mean? So I'll, I'll go into these smaller towns and, and. My houses, as soon as I post them as vacant or whatever, I mean, they're just, I get nonstop action on it. You know what I mean? Because these small towns don't have have people that rent houses. Right. You know what I mean? It's people who have lived here for years and years and years. Well, there's jobs here too. You know what I mean? Maybe not as many as the big cities, but there's jobs here. People need houses. Exactly. And and that dude is super appreciative that I sold him his house back. You, you know what I mean? So yeah. so he, he appreciates me. I appreciate him for paying me a crap ton of money. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? You're right. And and, yeah. and it's, it's it's a win-win, you know what I mean? Yeah, let's quantify that. Uh, my rough calculation here says that your cash-on-cash cash return on that $90 that you spent and you're getting $4,200 a year, that's uh, 4,666%. That's pretty <laughs> oh good. Lord. It's pretty good cash-on-cash cash oh return. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, four four thousand percent. Yeah, try to get yeah, it's bananas, man. Like, but yeah, I mean, it's it's things like that and it's stories like that. You that you know, I've heard uh, about this, and it's really attractive. And you know, people listen to this podcast right now are like, "Oh my god, I need to get tax liens." But t- you know, take a look at at what Mike was saying because they're they're obviously it's not all upside right there's there's things that you need to consider there's things that you need to you know learn and do but this is just an this is just another one of those strategies out there that you might fall in love with and when we we say what are your strengths what are your weaknesses what are your opportunities and what are your threats this could be an opportunity that lines up with your strengths um as far as hey you might be like really into finding deals and if you're really into finding deals and sniffing deals out and kind of doing some extra groundwork and, 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 you know, uh, doing stuff like that, this might be the strategy for you. And as you can see, Martin here is taking full advantage of it. I, I want to quantify something else here. Um, you said on that first house, you made $15,000. Yes. Yeah. On that first deal. Yeah. Give or take. Yeah. About 15 K. So 
what you know yeah uh, when did uh, what rank were you when you got out initially from staff, the, from staff. security forces staff sergeant so you were a staff yep. you're e5 mm-hmm. you're an e5 15k i bet that's solid quarter of your paycheck of your yearly paycheck. oh yeah for sure yeah so in four months you made a quarter of your yearly paycheck and yeah. and 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 you didn't do you know four months worth of 40 hour you know 12 hour days you know that that wasn't happening you know? right so this is the power of real estate it's about investing in something that's valuable and exploiting that value and and figuring out okay and and, and it's all strategy mm-hmm. but it's not hard not at all right it is not hard and we have the tools for you the the va loan is a great place to get started you know the community active duty passive income is a great place to get started to just learn about this stuff so if you're on the fence and you're first time listening to this podcast freaking do something just take some little bit of action do what martin um you know started doing and whether that action step is watch a little hgtv get into it you know what man like that like get into it and um yeah, yeah, whatever gets you motivated. And and it's it's just really powerful. Your story is really incredible, Martin. Um uh Mike, do you have any last minute questions before we go into the bonus? Oh round? man, I honestly don't, man. This this is, is I've been absolutely <laughs> incredible. Um actually, no, you know what I do? Freaking ninety dollars. Freaking ninety dollars. Yeah, no, isn't that crazy? <laughs> <laughs> and he's I'm like almost pissed. I'm like almost pissed yeah. off. <laughs> he he said it on the phone and I was just like, ah, oh, twenty thousand twenty five thousand. You know what I mean? I just said it like off the top of my head, like Wow. Makes me wonder I could, if I could ask for 40. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but but that's, that's awesome, man. Okay, I do have one question. I lied. So, sure. so what systems do you say that you have in place now, right, that really, you know, help you continue to be successful at this? Because if there's one nugget of, of wisdom that we can, we can toss, you know, to you know, the person who's listening to this and they're like, all right, Martin's a freaking badass. Like, I want to do that right now. Right? I want to jump in head first. I'm ready. I'm ready wait right listen to some wisdom here so please tell share with us like some of your systems if you have in place to be successful in management or whatever right so that's where i've really tried to move uh on with in the last year 18 months you know i joined a mastermind group i started to you know really take it seriously and i've grown exponentially you know what i mean and so um you know that is I, I think the biggest system that I've done is improvement on myself. Okay. You know what I mean? And the self-confidence that I have and the education that I've, that I've got. So now I know what a house rents for in my market. Okay. You know what I mean? I, I know that I can get this, you know what I mean? And I know what it costs me to fix this and I know what it, you know what I mean? And I've yeah. just, just been studying and and that sort of stuff doing so, that market research uh, and getting in depth yeah yeah okay. i mean just mm-hmm. you know what i mean just immersing myself in there and i know as soon as i see something on facebook or a real estate auction or whatever i know boom that's a deal i'm, right. I'm in you know what i mean love it and, and so that's the biggest system that people can do is just mm-hmm. educate yourself become an expert on a market yeah and 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 know everything about it know know the ins and outs of it exactly and i'm and sure then you can you, take advantage you of relationships it. with some of those like maybe contractors and right people that have been working with you and getting some of these renovations if you have need any of them done or you know what have you yeah mm-hmm. so okay i love yeah. it man getting in strong with the market building your confidence up and uh and building relationships i think that's solid right that's solid right there for yeah. sure so for sure
Love it, man. All right. Well, I will. I won't take up any more of this time. Let's let's totally get into this bonus round. Um, we got four questions for you. Question number one: What is your favorite book? Favorite book is probably The Compound Effect. I can't remember the guy that writes it, but his argument is small changes today may add up to large changes tomorrow. And so I'm a big believer in that. Um, so yeah, for sure. That's my favorite book. The, the baby steps. And we yeah. say it all the time. Take, if you can take one baby action step every single day, you're going to be so far ahead yeah. than if you just say, ah, oh, no, I can't do that Absolutely. today and go back on the couch, and watch TV, whatever. Like just take that little baby step and whatever that is for you, it's it's going to compound to something exactly. really, really great. So we're going to have a, a link to that book in our show notes. So don't worry about that, mm-hmm. guys. Um, question number two, who is your biggest hero and why? So uh, David Osborne, um, I don't know if you guys know who he is, but I think you had him on the show, actually. I think we, I we had him on the show a couple yeah. weeks ago, yeah. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. just super motivating. Yeah, he talks okay. about he he kind of, you know, he comes off as an average Joe, even though he's worth, worth you know, $50 million or whatever. And so... Uh, for sure him, you know, just kind of, uh, talking about things and about, I mean, he has a very simplistic view of, you know, buy it now and just keep it forever. You know what I mean? Right. And so that, that was sort of that, that switch for me. Uh, and then the guys in my mastermind group, for sure. I mean, you know, just, they're awesome. And, and every question you have, everybody's just like, cool. And they, you know, oh, I spent 10 hours making this Excel document here. It is for free to you. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so. Those guys Love are just it, super man. awesome. Yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't be where I'm at without them. Yeah, yeah. Share that abundance mindset. And I mean, we're we're talk we talk about masterminds all the time. Could you um, just take an aside real quick and and like why why do you did you think joining a mastermind like how has that changed you since you joined it? So I'm from a small town, and and there's no you know 40 year old real estate investors in in my town. I don't think, and so. You know what I mean? And they don't have the military background and they don't, you know, I come off as, you know, the the weirdo, you know what I mean? They're trying to buy a house and keep it forever. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. And so those guys, just having somebody that you can talk to every week and say, hey, you know, this is what I'm thinking. You know what I mean? And just for somebody to be like, yeah, that makes complete sense. You know what I mean? When you're used to everybody, you know, family or whatever, kind of being like, why are you buying another house? You know what right. I mean? Why? Yeah. Why, why are you doing that? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then, you know, also like, uh, the, that mastermind group, like I can say, Hey, my goal for this year is 5,000 a month in cash flow, And they're like, all right, cool. And then every week they ask me, what have you done to get to your $5,000 a month in cash flow? Mm-hmm. What have you done? What have you done? What have you... Yeah. And you're like, Oh, I don't want to, I don't want to have to say, well, I've done nothing this whole week. You know what I mean? And so it just yeah. kind of that thing in the back of your mind, we're like, I gotta do something. So that way I can report it on Saturday. Yeah. And yeah, that's, that's super powerful. I mean, that, that accountability piece alone, um, can, can get you going. Um, so if you're out there looking for a mastermind and and you want to do single family, we have that. If you want to do multifamily, we have that. Or if you want to go and join another mastermind, join another mastermind. I don't, you know, we don't care. We just want you to learn. Exactly. You know, it's, it's, it's all about growing and growth and, um, you know, do what Martin did, find, find something that, um, you know, you can bounce ideas off of people and, and, and not just because a lot of people in, you know, real estate investing that they're, they're like super kind of negative about it. You yeah. know, it's like, oh, the market's going to crash and we're all going to die and all this stuff. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it's hard to to progress and, and grow in, in that environment. So you kind of need to be in this nurturing environment, not like 
have yes men surrounded by you everywhere, but people challenging you. Exactly. So I think right. Russian found that, and yeah, and, and it's really important to do that. Um, it, it, it'll change. It'll change your life. Like if you want to be, if you want to be a real estate investor, uh, to me, that's that's step necessity. one. I mean, yep. it'll just change your life. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. Where, where I've gone just from you know the eighteen months or whatever I've been with them is exponential of where I was before. Right. Awesome. All right, man. Awesome. Question number three. Fun. Oh man. I enjoy real estate a lot. You know what I mean? Ooh. That's, that's, Fun. that's my hobby. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And so it'll hopefully be my job here in a few years. Uh, you know, but I, lo- I love hanging out with my family, you know, the normal stuff. I love finding random, uh, physical challenges to do, you know what I mean? And so uh, I've rode my bicycle across the state of Missouri, across the state of Iowa, Wow. I've ran a marathon before. You know what I mean? I just find weird random things okay. once a year and then then I just veg out the rest I don't of the year. I just it, to <laughs> me, <laughs> Yeah, it's to me, you know what I mean? It's it's challenging your mind yeah. and that sort of stuff and challenging your body. So Okay, that's a David I, I enjoy doing that right stuff there. too. All right. Love it. Yeah, that's the David Goggins stuff, yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Um and okay, final question. Um uh Martin, so if you had three nuggets, you've given up bunch of awesome nuggets so far but if you had three nuggets to give someone who has listened to this episode and is like full in tax lien let's go like or or full in auction like you know what would those three nuggets be to 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 that person who's who's really itching to get started three nuggets well first i i'm a big believer in you gotta have your own house in order before you can go to another house and by that i mean budget money time, you know, all that stuff. You know what I mean? You got to be able to have your own house in order before you start trying to branch out into, into anything else. Right. Um, yeah. So, so that, that to me is, is number one. And then uh, number two, you know, not all people get uh, stuck analyzing stuff because they're waiting for that $90 investment to get them 422% return or whatever yeah. it was. And you know what I mean? And and they're just waiting for that. You know what I mean? And that's not going to happen. I lucked my way into that. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, right, and, right. and so, you know, you didn't go into that auction expecting to get that, that just expecting that. Lab. But if you didn't go to that auction, you sure as heck wouldn't have that deal. I wouldn't have had that opportunity. Exactly. And so, you know, stepping up to the plate, it's okay. If you get an out, it's okay. If you only hit a single, yep. it's okay. You know what I mean? If you hit a sack fly, whatever, you're coming up to bat, you're taking the swings. You got nine innings. You know what I mean? The yep. real estate game is a long game. I'm playing, you know, five, 10, 15 years from now. I'm not playing now. And so don't get stuck trying to find that that home run. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I did the first one and, and my goal was to break even. You know what I mean? Yep. And 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 luckily I did a little better than that, but that was my goal. I wanted to break even, but I wanted to learn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And let's, yeah. And and so the the third one, Set your goals, write them down, become religious about them, uh, write them down every day, read them, uh, become become obsessed with those goals, and you'll be surprised of what you can accomplish in a year. I've added, yeah. I think, 11 properties to my portfolio, something like that, in the last 18 months, just Ooh. by writing down, writing down what I'm going to do, writing down, you know what I mean, just keeping track of it, yeah, and and, and that sort of That's stuff. I'm so, talking about. I mean, become yeah. religious about your goals. That would be my third one. Good for one. you, brother. Good yeah. for you, man. That's well done. Well, the scale right there. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Martin, it has been great, man. 
absolutely a pleasure here having you on the show. Uh, true testament to you know all those military real estate investors out there that are crushing it. Um, you know, how can our listeners get in touch with you? Um, <laughs> I'm not the the world's greatest at social media and stuff, but I am on Facebook. I am on the ADPI Facebook page. Just I think it's Marty Tyler under there, um, so they can find me on there. Shoot me a message on there. I'm happy to to help out. I just want to help out people and, and try and pass some knowledge. You know, I love it. I love it. He's in the help, community. Help people out. So go ahead and reach out to yeah. Marty Tyler. Marty, thank you so much, brother, for, for having you on the show. This has been an absolute uh, pleasure. And um, I, if you're listening to this and you are ready to get into tax liens, first of all, right, network and connect with Marty. And then second of all, share this with someone, right? Find someone who can keep you accountable and then go out there and do it. Learn mm-hmm. it. Make it happen. Take it yeah. out. Crush it. Yeah, crush it. Yeah, it, yeah. It, the onus is on y'all. So uh, it, it, it's it's all about, like Mike said, networking, mm-hmm. networking, and, and crushing those exactly. goals. So, Martin, man, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much, and uh, we will definitely have to get you on again when you're crushing more ninety dollar deals. Oh my god, forty six hundred percent cash for the I got a hundred dollar bill with your name on it, brother. Let me know when you find another one. <laughs> yeah, you got. You guys want to invest? You guys want to invest? Want you to turn this. Yeah. <laughs> turn this into two houses, please. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude. All right, we'll see you, man. All right, boys. I appreciate the time. Take care. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Outstanding. That was an awesome episode. Thanks so much to our special guests, and thanks to you for listening. If you haven't hit the subscribe button yet, make sure you go and do that. Or schedule a call with us by texting ADPI to 444-999 or checking out our website at www.activedutypassiveincome.com to find out how you can get started on your financial freedom journey today. I'll see you guys next week.